0: Inherently Happy, Episode 39, The Happy Self. Time to program myself to go from scattered to focused. The good feelings and presence of mind that can be termed happy, which, while different from joy, contentment, and eagerness, aren't completely foreign to them either, is a sense of empowered awareness. When you lose track, and that's what I've done because I forget, Survival gets in the way of growth sometimes. You can come back to these lessons to regain focus. To regain focus. To regain focus. I have to plan ahead and set aside time for those few moments of empowered awareness. Because I'm mostly operating from depleted obliviousness. And you see, even in jest, that's an energy-lowering thought, if taken to heart. And neither am I suggesting a blindly positive attitude. That's just more of that obliviousness. I'm saying a happy attitude, empowered and aware. you got to be both. Unempowered and aware is infuriating. And empowered and unaware is heartbreaking. Empowerment comes down to what are you willing to give up to exercise your freedom of choice. You've been keeping your eyes and thoughts down too long and so can't see what's on the horizon anymore. Change your way of thinking. Imagine you are happy, in control of your emotions, your mind, and your spirit. Just try it on. See if you like it. Imagine a happy hat, some happy glasses, a happy suit, and happy shoes. Think better of yourself. You're not so bad. There's worse out there. You're pretty good, in fact, even great. The times you falter are just blips, milestones on your road to success. There'll be great stories to tell about how you never gave up and always knew you'd make it. If you take a mental snapshot of yourself right now, as you imagine yourself to be on the edge of triumph, it would match that notion that every successful person who has ever lived or has yet to be born has ever had. Imagine it and then make decisions that aim to realize it. Create the roadmap. And then even if you take the scenic route from time to time, you'll still know how to find your bearings. Rich people can lose all their money and still find a way to get rich again. While poor people might experience a windfall and not know what to do with it, and so lose it all. If you choose to see yourself as happy, who's always growing and learning, always showing up and pitching in, who doesn't hate mistakes, they teach good lessons, but who would still like to surpass that teacher eventually, then you'll lend yourself the confidence you need to pull through and fly on. Success is not dependent upon an abundance of resources. It has always been, and will always be, mindset. Your sense of self. And the real takeaway here, the hidden secret super MacGuffin is, your sense of self is yours to change. Oh my God. So if you imagine yourself to be a failure, then you'll stop trying. But if you imagine yourself as a success, then you'll keep going. Even if you get some setbacks along the way, where those would totally derail you if you thought you were a failure. Imagine your happy self, learning from mistakes, owning the lessons and growing. Think of each goal as a step, not a landing. Then, when you succeed, you'll know just what to do next. Awaken happy, be happy, do happy. You can't have agility without first having balance and awareness. I'm telling you that there's gold in them thar hills, where the hills are you and the gold is happy deep within. Happy is in you, beneath all the layers of fear, doubt, and seemed like a good idea at the time. How do you find it? It's easy. Step one, remember a time when you were happy. Step two, imagine that time is now. Step three, rinse and repeat. Quick little brain rinse, little mind rinse there. Start fresh, rejuvenate, get your thoughts occupied by something else, something fun, something you like, something that makes you happy. All comes back around. So really, there's only one step. Imagine being happy. If you were to imagine being sad, mad, or scared, then you would be. If you imagine yourself to be hopeful or glad, it may take a minute. But to imagine that your thoughts and goals are balanced, agile, and improving, then it becomes more of an effort to ignore things that correspond to that. Does it work all the time? To some extent, yes. It's the difference between knowing you have a home base to go back to versus feeling adrift in the cosmos. Does it require effort to remain mindful? Hell yes. That's why I'm writing it down. Podcasting it, publishing, supporting media to keep it mindful. To me. If you guys want to use it too, great. That's the best part. It works for anybody. But it's primarily to remind me to be happy because sometimes that is no easy task. I'm the guy who created the cartoon Pensy the Murderous Pencil for crying out deadly, And not because I was having a good day. Although, I did make him somewhat heroic. By helping me find justice, albeit in illustrated form. But that's more socially acceptable than doing anything bad to people in real life. (laughs) Am I happy? Yes. Are you happy? Uh, Are you aware that you are happy? Are happy, A-R-E. We're going to do something with that. A is for awareness. You first need awareness of happy. R for relationship. Then you need a relationship with happy. And E for exchange. You need to have an exchange with happy. A-R-E, awareness, relationship, exchange. You are happy inherently. The proof is that when you imagine it to be true, it actually helps. It attunes and aligns you with yourself. While imagining that this is hell and all is suffering will only hurt you and those around you. So pick the helpful one, maybe. To become aware to the happy within you, just imagine yourself happy. What's it look like? What's it feel like? How do you behave differently than when you're buried under stress and self-reproach? It's going to be slightly different for everyone, granted, but generally it removes a weight that you didn't realize you were carrying because you can't wish hate while imagining happy. They don't mix. Mustn't confuse maniacal glee with an inner sense of confidence and purpose, mind you. So imagine happy, imagine you're happy, and now turn it off. Don't worry, you can get it back again. That's why I'm doing this, to remember those times I was happy and to try to apply that mindset to whatever is happening at the moment. Quick check-in, I am really happy right now. This lesson is going great, I'm totally feeling it, and I'm happy doing it. I can already tell I'm going to be listening to this one a lot. Because sometimes I'm going to forget, and I'm going to get mad at people, and they're going to be stupid. I'm going to... Okay, where's episode 39? Episode 39. 39 steps. Ooh, that's funny. Back to our show. So turn it off, take it off, remove the happy sense of self for now, and notice how you feel. If happy is better, then stick with that. And happy is always better, ultimately. Sometimes when a villain gets his or her comeuppance, it's hard not to laugh a little. But for the most part, the happy self is an improvement. I put it on when I really need it, like glasses or a hat. When you have a pitch to make and need to get your head right, when you're hoping for the creativity to solve a problem, when you need a bit of perspective and confidence, put that happy hat back on, look at the world through those happy glasses, See yourself in the mirror as ambitious and resourceful. Stand taller. See farther. Breathe deeper. Think clearer. If when you take it off again, you get a flood of bitterness and self-loathing as you return to your old self, then maybe keep the happy hat on a while longer. The happy glasses, the happy suit, the happy shoes when you're ready, maybe a happy watch, happy rings, a happy house. They can be metaphorical. Or you can suggest merchandise, and if enough people want it, we'll find a happy vendor to help us out. Then the world will be happy, and a happy world is a better world. But it all starts with the happy self. Your happy self. Do this, Jeffrey. Happy Lord Jeffrey. Make this a happy world. Ha, ha. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.